0: Welcome back in, nice to have a brand new microphone, spring in Patrick O'Hare, briefing.com chief market strategist, how are you sir?
1: Hi Rob, I'm doing fine, thanks.
0: did good, happy holidays to you, I'm sure they're going fine for you and your family. I appreciate that, same to you. Happy holidays on the markets these days,
1: huh? No doubt about it. (laughs) So Dow tops market, eighteen
0: thousand uh, for first time.
1: Yeah, you know, um a lot changed uh since we last talked. And <laughs> we didn't talk that long ago. So uh, you know, right. over the course of that week, uh there was of course uh another FOMC meeting and um you know, I basically have referred to it as the you know, the amazing monetary grace of the FOMC. You know, what was lost in the market, i. e. the buy the dip mentality has been found again because the bulls recognize that the fed is pledging to be patient with raising interest rates and it's going to milk that for all it's worth and uh, lo and behold the you know santa claus rally effort that many were beginning to question has uh, come through in spades here even though it's not technically during at the official point of what is known as the santa claus rally period but um, but the market is certainly ending the year uh, Thus far, anyway, on a pretty positive note. With that said, what is it that's specific? Um, Because
0: I can't put any finger on any, like, one thing that's doing so fantastic. It just seems to be monetary policy, cheap oil, consumer spending's good. It doesn't seem to be one big thing this
1: year. Yeah, you know, it may not be, but you you do have the the one big thing that has been constant, you know, for the last six years, right? It's, it's interest rates at the zero bounds. You know, you can always point back to that as the, you know, the ultimate safety net here for the market. And, you know, I think what was exposed yet again with this rally we've seen is just how um, fixated or how appreciative, um stock market participants are on the idea of the Fed funds rate remaining at the zero bound, and it essentially is highlighting this idea that um, the alternatives to stocks really aren't that attractive right now. You know, Cash rates are zero and uh, you know your treasury rates, while climbing at the front end or falling again at the back end, um, don't offer a whole lot in terms of long-term return opportunities and you still have Uh, you know, a dividend yield on the S&P 500 that essentially is, you know, above the uh, yield on the 10-year Treasury note. So stocks continue to be the place to be for some fundamental reasons uh, here at home and certainly for some uh, fundamental reasons abroad that aren't all that attractive. And so you've got money flowing in from abroad, and you've got money uh, finding its way back into uh, the stock market here as it continues to run. What are you expecting? What
0: do you think could derail all of this? Is it high valuations? Do you see any boogeyman that you want to point out sooner than later?
1: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, it could be, you know, the victim of of, um, hubris, you know, the excess here where things just get so carried away uh, with no regard for any, um, you know, real economic matters uh, that you get, uh, you know, sort of that – that blow-off phase, if you will, where just you just buy stocks and you don't pay attention to anything else, and you get a you know big expansion in the P/E multiple. Um, that's one factor. You know that would certainly be an issue uh, that could create a dislocation if you get something you know news-driven to upset um, uh, the questions about valuations. Um, you know what could ultimately derail, you know, the bull market, and, you know, historically it's been a recession and, you know, right now that's certainly not on on the radar for the US economy here. Um and, you know, if if you're going down a a troubled economic road, the thing you would have to be pay close attention to, though, is this continuing disinflation potentially, you know, leading to deflation. That's not in our forecast, deflation anyway, here in the U.S., but you're seeing disinflation here, and uh, it could create some concerns about, you know, really the, the value and the worth of what the Fed is trying to accomplish here and whether they can really accomplish it um, and so that could be a you know source of upset too, but you know right now if you just take a step back and we look at things from a fundamental standpoint you know exiting 2014 you know interest rates, long-term rates are lower today than they were when we were exiting 2013. Uh, the rate of PCE inflation uh, after today's report is identical to where it was uh, when we exited 2013. Earnings continue to grow. You know, non-farm payrolls are higher than they were at the end of 2013. And the Fed funds rate is still at the zero bound. So you have some fundamental underpinnings here that would suggest that the market could continue to uh, exhibit a positive bias uh, as 2015 unfolds.
0: Is there any sectors that you think we should be aware of, obviously, with low oil prices? Should we stay away from, like, obviously, maybe oil equipment? Or is that because it's obvious not the thing to do and you do the exact opposite
1: yeah you know you know if you i think a lot's going to come down to one's you know risk tolerances and their time horizons but obviously when something uh is selling for at a price that's 40 to 50% less than it was you know 6 months ago um you know, there's there's some attractiveness in that for a long-term investor, but it's not the type of thing you just, you know, go all in with, right? Uh, because oil prices could continue to come down if this dollar continues to strengthen uh, and uh, producers, you know, continue to, to pump without any um, recognition for the supply uh, factor. Um, and, and so you could see those stock prices continue to come down in the related energy stocks. So if anything, you sort of, you know, average into these positions or you take a partial position here if you're looking for some turnaround potential. So, uh, you know, that's that's one element to consider. But, you know, when I look at uh, the outlook for 2015 and we take into account sort of what the prevailing narrative is, right, is that the U.S. economy is better, uh, is in better relative shape than most developed economies. The Federal Reserve should be raising interest rates at some point. Uh, earnings are going up. Job growth is picking up. Um, ideally, you know, lending constraints are loosened somewhat. So all of that, to me, uh, tells me that one sector that everyone should be watching, really, is the financial sector, right? All that potentially lines up. Reasonably good for the financials. I think that that sector will be a real tell as far as the market's perspective on how this economy is, is tracking and is expected to track in 2015. The uh, financial sector is slightly outperforming here in 2014. It's had a good year. Um, and uh, it should conceive, you know, theoretically have another good year in 2015 if, if that prevailing narrative ends up uh, coming to fruition. Speaking with
0: Patrick O'Hara, Chief Market Analyst with Briefing.com. First thing I do is I read your comms every morning. So, again, thank you for a great year. I'm looking forward to next year as well. Any final thoughts that you want to throw out there as far as things you're working on, maybe an article that you're starting to ponder, anything that you can tip your hand with?
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, I'm going to be, you know, looking for this, you know, we talked earlier about the Santa Claus rally period, right? Um, This is kind of a, you know, real sort of fun time of year, if you will. Um, Not a lot of participation, but the Santa Claus rally technically encompasses the last five trading days of the year and the first two trading days of a new year. Since 1969, it's been good for an average gain of 1.6%, according to the Stock Traders' Almanac. Um, so we've obviously had a big run right up to that point. Tomorrow marks the beginning of that Santa Claus rally period. So I'm going to watch to see if, uh, if Santa Claus does show up this year. I don't know if you can hear it, but
0: my producer uses elf, the line when uh, he screams <laughs> Santa every time you say the word Santa. Um, Gosh, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, a little embarrassed by that, but uh, it's funny when I do it, it. It probably makes you feel a little awkward when you hear it on your end. With that said, it's Patrick O'Hare with briefing.com. You can find him online at briefing.com. So there you have that. A couple other things that I want to throw out there today. The Dow Jones Industrial Average above 18000 for the first time is faster than forecast growth in domestic product inside the United States boosted confidence in the economy. The Federal Reserve says, hey, we're not raising interest rates. Intel's up 43% this year. Microsoft up 28%. They've obviously helped the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Consumer companies like Home Depot, Disney, and Nike, they've risen at least 22%. It's been a pretty good year. You can see where the velocity has come from inside of the Dow Jones Industrial Average just on those five stocks alone. The economy reported a jump in GDP at 5%. whoa. Um, for the third quarter, two to four percent is what you want. five percent uh, increases the ability or opportunity for inflation out there. with that said, uh, <clears throat> we don't have a lot going on there as far as inflation, so GDP grows at five percent annually through the July from through September biggest advance since the third quarter of two thousand and three when we we're kind of you know obviously coming out of a dot com implosion so it's a little bit easier to do it. This shows strengthened employment now, lower gasoline prices, better household income. Keurig is recalling 6.6 million coffee makers. Sorry, coffee lovers. With that said, Coca-Cola owns some shares of Green Mountain Coffee, which makes the Keurig machines. Is this the sale that gets Coca-Cola to become the final buyer? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com.